What's up, you guys? Hey. Back again, your girl Nia J. And Pamela Nicole. And this is another official episode of Dynasty Queens. Yeah. You guys, we're super excited. We have the lovely, talented, beautiful Eli Lee Twins. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited Absolutely. to be here. Good. Good to hear. But before, before we get into everything, I did want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor today. We have Social Media Blast Off. It's a great platform to get you started and increase your following on social media platforms such as Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube as well. Also, our music platforms like Apple Music, Tidal, and Spotify. And right now, if you sign up and create a free account, you'll get 25% off to get started with everything. Just go ahead and check out socialmediablastoff.net. Right. Check them out, guys. For sure. Right. Ladies. So if y'all could tell me a little bit about uh, your background and growing up here in Philly. And you both can answer uh, individually. You don't have to. Yes. All right. So we're straight from West Philadelphia, yes. Overbrook High School area, um, born and raised. And I know that's cliche. Everywhere <laughs> <laughs> we go, that's, that's the first thing people say. But no, we're, uh, you know, West Philly based. Um, but, you know, we started Eli Lou Entertainment in gosh, was 2009. Okay. Oh, it's been a minute. Yes. Wow. A long time. It's definitely been a minute. So 2009. And um, you know, we started out doing stage plays, which kind of turned into us doing films, mm -hmm. and, and we still do stage plays, green plays, just everything entertainment, but most of our work is based on thought-provoking con thought provoking content. And then in addition to that, we are also spoken word artists. Mm -hmm. um, we now say spoken word hip-hop because uh, just within the last two years, we turned a lot of our spoken word pieces into hip-hop tracks um and so our latest project was called sound mind where we did 12 films that correspond with 12 tracks we didn't want to just do music videos so wow. we wanted to do something a little bit more creative um but again our work is based off of like thought-provoking content so as spoken word artists we were like let's do something you know creative so it took us two years but we had 150 um actors and talent from the philadelphia jersey area so oh wow very good. It was a nice a nice journey yes. um, you know so absolutely could y'all elaborate a little bit on um that content like that spoken word content like yes. when you guys are putting <laughs> right. that together what does that look like what does that entail um right that's a really good question um so our, so everything that we do has to have a message mm -hmm. to the okay. most point and okay. it doesn't matter what it is so we can use thriller we can use right. comedy so it doesn't matter what the the genre is we just like okay we want to do something funny but it's still going right. to have a message um I and the message it. usually can reach people where they are whether it's um domestic violence or just poverty or you know all these different things that we deal with in life we like to use our art to, to reach people in that way and also blending stuff that don't match for, ah, okay, for example okay. you know like we can't just do film or, or spoken word or rap we just and dance so we just blended all these different arts together okay. to come up with this, this, this project um even with our stage play we did a spoken word stage play and the entire thing is in spoken word where the, the, whole audience, thing rhymes. the whole thing rhymes from beginning to end but people don't once you you know you sit through it you don't really realize that we're right. still rhyming wow. um, a whole 30 minutes later so we like to blend arts and things that, that people say well, what is what is a spoken word stage play so marketing that was hard but we had a good turnout and result it was called broken tables um so yeah a lot of our work is just thought-provoking uh yeah. it's creative and it's artsy so i think um to also answer your question just growing up in philly mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of things that we saw in the neighborhood that we just wanted to you know 
to touch on mm-hmm. and tackle mm-hmm. those issues. Yeah, I got you. And so, as spoken word artists, we just naturally, you know, write it down. Mm-hmm. Like when I see something that bothers me, I'm more creative. You know, I, I kind of handle things that way. Gotcha. Um, in terms of pain and all of that, so we're like, let's just put it in arts. You know, I think that's a beautiful way of expressing oneself, is, right. especially when you're in an environment where you have to like kind of make sure that you can get by and like, yeah. right. deal with what's going right. on around you. It's therapeutic. Art. Yes. 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 Right. 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 Absolutely. That's that art. I did want to ask too, I mean, since we, you know, they say with twins, y'all typically have like the same kind of <laughs> thought process. I would like y'all to go ahead and just tell us a little bit. Do y'all have like, the same kind of creative mind or y'all are pretty much opposites? Like how do y'all operate? Tell me a little bit about yourselves. If we are really identical in our thought process um so we have differences people are like oh you guys do everything together so i get i have like my business partner in my pocket right? um, <laughs> yeah. but you know we went i think in college we were writing a, a stage play right uh-huh. and I, went up, I was up to like two in the morning i couldn't take it anymore so i fell asleep and then i passed the script off to her and then we had a script reading so i never read her part but i knew that she was gonna write the right thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was right, like, oh right, that part right, you wrote right, right. was great. And I didn't, wow. you know, wow. I yeah. that. she could put it down, I pick it up, and it'll flow as yeah. if one person wrote it. So oh, I remember nice. that Oscar being, she's like, that scene was great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that it was, was after everybody else had read it. You know, oh, wow. you know how in college you. That is such an interesting gift to have because it really shows the power that y'all had because y'all shared a womb yes. together, obviously. So right, it's like right. some of that same, you know, the energy is that like, energy, yeah. that cosmic <laughs> flow, the brain activity is going. Right. I love it. I love that I'm here for it. It's like awesome. two, two separates, but one spirit, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm hearing it when it's a good one for me. <laughs> Hitting once when it'd be like, Could you feel it? Like, no. no, I felt it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that far, right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. But not a little that safer, far. A little <laughs> so I'm going to take it away from music for a second. Mm-hmm. Well, my question for you guys is I know you guys are very educated women. So I saw you guys had degrees in architecture. <laughs> so I need to know, guys, what's the correlation? How did you guys go from that field? Or at least pursuing that to the music, the spoken word. Like, what right, was the? Right, right. How yeah. did that happen? You know what I always say. I think when you have a passion for something, it mm-hmm. follows you. Yeah. Yes. And um, you know, just growing up naturally in Philly, you always hear art and it's not going to get you anywhere. And so, you know, we took the technology route. We went to um, we got our bachelor's degree in computer science, minor in aviation, and then we graduated, went off to grad school, mm-hmm. and we still was in the tech field, and we were yeah. doing information architecture for websites and mobile app design. Mm-hmm. Ah. And through it all, we still were doing like stage plays and, and web shows on campus. Oh, nice. And so every our entire family thought we went to school for film or entertainment. Everyone thought, <laughs> including, I had a professor in aviation who was like, I think graduation day, he was like, I thought you were in our program. I was like, no. And, and everybody thought we were in these different programs. But the reality of it is, is that your passion just follows you. And so yeah. in Indiana, we submitted for a national film competition and we actually quit 2 a.m. Um, you had to create a film in only a week. Oh, and man. everything seemed to fail. And so I remember we quit. And I never missed class. But that one day I said, I got to get this edited. Because mm-hmm. um, nothing was working out. And we submitted and we, we forgot about it. the same class. So I went to class. Yeah. While she- <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Once in one class in grad school, is like missing a week. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, crap, I can't do this. But Lou, take the notes. And so um, she went. And I guess I was sick that day. That's like some sister, sister. <laughs> That's some sister, 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 sister,
<laughs> and then um, like almost the competition, they go around to all these different universities mm-hmm. um, throughout the year. So it's not like you find out right away. You have to wait right. almost like seven months. Mm-hmm. So we forgot about it. And just so happens we didn't fly out to Los Angeles. It was in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I saw on Twitter first place, you know, Eli Lu. And so after that, it just kind of took off oh, in terms wow. of our film, you know, filmmaking. It was like confirmation. It was like confirmation yeah. not yeah. to quit, not to give up. Wow. Um, and we didn't have that much, you know, money. Right. Just to be right. transparent, and then the award came with money, mm. so we were able to get more film equipment. Love it. Right. So yeah, so since then we um won numerous you know film awards, um and then we came back to Philly and just hit the ground running. So wow. now we run the Philadelphia Film Factory. Oh, wow. yeah. congratulations! Actually, with what you were uh, just ended with. Um, what's, I know you guys have written and produced like short films and screenplays. What's y'all's favorite, uh, short film that you've produced and then possibly the screenplay? That's hard. That is really hard because (laughs) I, I, I'm getting trouble picking, uh, one. I know. I mean, Sound sound Mime is the spoken word hip hop um, project that we did with 12 short films and 12, um, poetic hip hop tracks. So. Mm -hmm. Not that I can pick the entire project because it's yeah. filled with a bunch of short films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that project was really special just by, you know, we created these films with just one camera, mm-hmm. I think a Tascam recorder, and three lights. Um, oh, and wow. we had a very small team. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we were able to get 150 talented crew in Philly um, to work on this project is really special. Mm-hmm. Um, but the messages that people got out, some people were, you know, it was so many different. We dealt with, um, like death or forgiveness and right. so many different topics that the range was so dynamic mm-hmm. that when people come to us it's like okay I heard I saw this and we had a, a film on dream about picking your dream back up you know yes. we get older and we put things down and we're like yeah. I have work I have kids I have right. a job all these different things so yeah. I think I'm gonna go with that film I'll run around the world but I'm going with that <laughs> film Love it's it. called Sincerely Dream and it's just pretty much you know reminds the older us mm-hmm. of the dreams we had as children and right. to pick our dreams back up so I'm going to go with Sincerely. Okay. Oh my God. I'm also go with... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, out of the films, can I pick a stage play? Can I do that? Or is I true? mean, I, I, the question was both, but sure. Yeah, okay, okay. Sure. That's fine. Um, yeah, I was going to say our, our, our spoken word stage play, uh, Broken Tables, um, just because of the, the impact that it had on the audience. Okay. We got a lot of people that were looking for their sons, their daughters, family members they haven't talked to in a while. So mm-hmm. I think... When you create art and it impacts people in that way, yes, I think that's the thing that I go for because that's what are we doing it for if it's not right. for if it's not touching yeah. people in the way that we, you know, think when we when we set out to do it. And so we had a lot of fathers. I think that was something. A lot of men, you know, black a lot of black men mm-hmm. and fathers. Um, I don't want to say all, oh, but a lot. A yeah. lot of times we don't talk. We don't talk about that that family thing or the fact that because mm-hmm. um, we were raised by grandparents, mm-hmm. so oh, that yeah. that whole broken family thing we know all too well. Mm-hmm. And so to have fathers, you know, connect with their sons after the play, I thought that was amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I think as um, artists of spoken word and the things that you ladies are doing, that's beautiful because a lot of people, once they start to, I guess, blow up or mm-hmm. make an impact, they lose that aspect of why right, they started right. in the first place. Yeah. So it seems yes. like you guys are really in touch with who you are, the essence of why right. you do what you do. Very yes. humble, too. Very humble. The essence of why. That was deep. Uh, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy important. to forget you know, you when you're doing you... arts. Yeah. yeah. Well, because that's part of the reason why we started everything um, was because there's so much content out here, but it's not enough content with the conscious, thought-provoking 
um, messages that we want to hear. So it's like, if it's not out there, we're going to create it. Um, and then working with yes, the youth in Philly, you know, they need it. They need yes, it for sure. Content yeah. and whatnot. And I think that's what's, what's missing. And just naturally, I think poets, we we tend to write stuff that people are like, oh, that's deep or that's dark. Um, but because, yeah. you know, growing up, we would like write a lot of dark content just naturally from being raised by grandparents and, yeah. and not having enough money. So, um, but those were the years when we would keep it hidden. So now it's like, let's put it out there. there. It's a release. Right, it's a release, right. I did want to actually touch a little bit on um y'all have a cipher that I love they don't care y'all really it's 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 a jam like it's a whole jam like and you know it it touched me so much you know just y'all reflecting on you know police brutality and the black community and being from Philly and seeing the gun violence that's been going on um what are your plans as far as like influencing in a positive way with the community what what do y'all have as far as plans yeah we this has literally been a topic all week long Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know you guys know just as much as anybody in the city the climate right now for, for crime and shootings Especially, like, I, I still can't get my mind over either 14-year-old dying or a 14-year-old shooting. Right. Um, right. And, or anybody, but just yeah. that, that age range is crazy. Um, but we were in our, you know, our our brainstorming bag all week long about how to tackle this from a music and film standpoint. Yes. Um, that Because, you know, one end, which we were... The, the cipher was about, you know, um, us police brutality mm-hmm. and, you know, people killing us, but we're also, you know, killing us. So how yes. do we reach us yeah. and to, you know, bring it back to the table? Nice. Um, but yeah, we're definitely, I was, I actually wrote a few raps already. Oh, about, nice. Uh, so she was like, waiting on the way here. <laughs> I was. I was like, did you guys know? <laughs> but yeah, I've been writing a lot. I, I can always tell when my spirit is moved by something because yeah. I write more. So in addition to that, um, I mentioned we run the Philadelphia Film Factory. Um, Mm -hmm. We're working on a program for um, at-risk youth and then youth just in general, um, which also includes young adults. Because I think a lot of times our young adults get left out. You know, people who are 19, 20, 21, we just kind of throw our kids out there and say, go. (laughs) Right. I believe that the arts is a strong tool to help this. I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, going to Overbrook High School, by the time we got there and um, we graduated in 08, um, but everything, they had to go to arts out of school. Oh. And so, you know, going to, to school and stuff, is like, what are you waking up to? What are you, you know, right. passing poverty on the way to school, but there's nothing exciting when you get there. So yeah. what we're trying to do is um, if the schools aren't going to, you know, have it in our schools or they don't have enough funding and money, um, then the Philadelphia Film Factory, we're turning it into a nonprofit this year. So that we can go after grants and things and then we can serve our community a little bit more mm-hmm. in terms of like targeting that gun violence I think yeah. that you just don't have enough mm-hmm. to do to be honest and I think the pandemic made it worse you know mm-hmm. yes. not having that outlet that um access to mm-hmm. to film cameras or, or mm-hmm. recording equipment and so film is 200 rows on a film set um from catering on down to greenery so yeah. what we're trying to do is 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 I think that will also help with jobs mm-hmm. yes yeah, for sure and then help with the creativity and let them tell their own stories right so that's what we're planning right now it's a process it's yeah. hard pushing it because a lot of people don't believe in the arts mm-hmm. but for, yeah. by Philadelphia being an arts and culture city mm-hmm. I think is it's time for a wake-up call for the city to start tapping into what we're doing right absolutely yes. yeah. Yeah. And to kind of continue, that was going to be one of my questions. Um, you mentioned the pandemic and mm-hmm. it affecting, you know, the people that you guys are trying to touch, you know, right, these, right. the next generation. But did you guys get any, like, creativity sparks, you know, in the brain, you know, while you're sitting idle, you know, when this yeah. stuff first started happening? 
Everybody was on lockdown. Yes. So what, what was going on in those brains, <laughs> those yes. symmetrical brains, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> we got symmetrical. <laughs> we got shut down like everyone else in the beginning. Yeah. We had um, Sam I was actually supposed to be. Oh yeah. In the flesh, um, mm-hmm. and we had we a, got we planned. It took us six months to plan. Six months to find a theater. Six months to find and the plan. It took us almost a year to plan it because, mm-hmm. of course, yeah. Eli Lou can't do anything small. Our team was like, "You guys got to be so grand all the time." So we were trying to have you know, I, I never get to see the Philadelphia actors come together. Yeah. So you got 150 actors. I was like, "Well, it's going to be a big crowd. So mm-hmm. let's do a, a dinner. Let's have a, a you know everybody come and watch this two hour you know project." And the same week we sold tickets. It's the same week we had to return oh, wow. the money that we were making from mm-hmm. the show. So, you, of course, that was a low blow because oh, the yeah. pandemic happened. Um, wow. But, but we had to figure out how to pivot. Um, and that's what we learned through the um, pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, we're we're also digital designers for Wake Up Theater Center in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, led by our co assistant directors, uh, Richard Lawson and Tina Nuzlo- mm-hmm. Ms. Tina Nuzlo- Lawson. And um, we had did a poetry show, I think, on virtually. And that turned into an online show called I Got the Mic. So we actually weren't oh, idle. Oh, yeah. She corrected yes. me, guys. She did. <laughs> we figured it out. We were idle right. the first few months. And we right. Because like, film, you know, like, can't sit still. Right. That, right. right. And it was something we've never done before. Like, uh-huh. we were dealing with green screen. We were dealing with, you know, we're filming in Philly. They're in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And we, we ended up having a global... Um, Tell the show pretty much. Oh, yeah. Wow. From Ghana. Oh, it was like, that's amazing. The time zone was interesting because we we're like 9 a.m. and someone's like 2 a.m. and we're like mm-hmm. trying to figure out <laughs> right. how to work. Coordinate that. It, it gave wordsmiths an opportunity to, to express themselves through the pandemic and right. all the things that we were going with. And it, it was amazing. Um, I think we have some episodes coming up. So, nice. wonderful. So, it was a blessing in disguise. Yes. What, man? Yes. So I know you ladies mentioned your affiliation with the Lawsons, with uh, Mr. Lawson and Miss Tina. So how did you guys meet the Lawsons? And by the way, for those who don't know, Miss Tina is a Beyonce's mama, okay? So how do you guys, where did that stem from? Yeah, so I'll keep the long story short. Okay. Um, but we're actually in grad school, and the, the beautiful thing about our background in, in uh, technology is that we always found a way to, to make it meet our passion in film. Mm-hmm. Um, so in short, I had a, to create a website mm-hmm. and I wanted to, to be really the film. So I would be like passionate about whatever I was creating. Right. And I had reached out to Richard Lawson Studios. Um, Richard has an acting class at acting school in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I wanted to redesign the website um, and I reached out and he responded. And this was on Facebook. So I didn't oh, really wow. expect him to respond. respond. Wow. And he actually called it like himself. Um, and since then, we became the, the graphic designers for Wake Up Peterson in Los Angeles. But I think we started two years doing graphic I designed two years for Miss Tina and Richard, and then when Waco Theater Center uh, was birthed, we became the digital designers for that um, as well. But um, since then, we've worked on a lot of projects. Um, I Got the Mic is one a film, uh, like Tierra, that we are actually uh, post production uh, supervisors on and creative producers on. So it's been growing. So we started out in doing websites, like graphic design, now film. So, like, you know, that's kind of how we, we got here. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a beautiful journey because it's, it, the Waco Theater Center, um, similar to what we do here with, with Mill Creek, is that it's really catered to the underserved, um, right. you know, the areas in Los Angeles. Um, it's, it, it, we give a lot of youth opportunities. Mm-hmm. I think in the program there's about 100 students um, oh, wow. that the Lawsons and, their, and the team 
watched from like 14 to like some of them are going to college now a lot of them wow. are going to college oh, some types like of secondary yeah. schools yeah. um and so that's kind of what you want it's really a lot of mentorship mm-hmm. and you know it's been a beautiful relationship because they even provided us with a lot of opportunities that we may have never you know had if it wasn't right. from across the, the, the country coast. Wow. Right. Right. west coast huh? yeah. right. okay. wow. during the pandemic there was a lot of people who lost their jobs and right. so i got the mic but some of the people even on our philadelphia team was was something that it was something in your pocket mm-hmm. you know during that, that tough time yes. um so they just give a lot of hope and you know it stands for where art can occur mm-hmm. and so even though we're across the country and we fly out there for projects and you create art wherever you are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the, the recent project that we're working on um, is, is called Black Terror, directed by Richard Lawson. Okay. Um, and there's a, there was a partnership between Newark Symphony Hall in New Jersey um, to give actors there some opportunities as well as Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we had some of our team members in the, um, here in Philly fly out there to mm-hmm. Los Angeles. So it was a nice blend of also um yendor theater company um in newark so it's a, it's a partnership mm-hmm. of these nonprofits and entities coming together um for a great cause and it's it's a topic about um it was, the play was written by richard wesley it was originally a play mm-hmm. called black terror and it, it's unfortunate that the issues that happened in the late 70s is still happening today yes. in black communities yeah, absolutely so yes. that's what we're targeting in that film and right now yeah. we're just kind of um going around the country and having some type of conversations about it um to kind of spark the conversation of what can i say change change, change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely i really like that i like yeah. how it seems like it's coming full circle for you ladies yes, yes when sure. you guys started here in philly and like just that giving back like um you know and now that they right. reached out. It feels like it was good karma. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. coming your way. So yeah. I think that's beautiful. I really do. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything's full circle, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to ask you ladies um, about Tobias. If you can tell me a little bit about your affiliation uh, with Tobias. Funny that you asked because Tobias is actually star in the, the film. He's, Black star, Zero. Right? He's a star. <laughs> <up there. laughs> Look at that. Look at that. It really yeah. does come full circle. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and, 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 and Tobias is definitely a great guy. His, his wife, Michelle, is also in, yeah. in the film. Oh, I'm very good. Jersey. Right. Jersey. Um, so Jersey. We, I think we spent 37 days in Los Angeles okay. filming, which was, uh, I think, the longest we've been you know, on a project out there and loved every bit of it. Uh, LA is amazing. Um, The the project brought so many people together and Mm -hmm. so many uh, talented actors from both Los Angeles or East Coast and and the West Coast together that um, I can't wait for it to come out. Um, It's looking to drop next year. Oh, He has a a very pivotal role Uh in the conversation about, you know, black communities Mm -hmm. and, and the issues that we face. As Lou mentioned earlier about we have police killing us, but then it's that part about how can we also better ourselves yes. yeah. without giving too much away. So it's really a conversation piece. And to be honest, even amongst the, the casting crew, we've had numerous conversations and everyone has different thoughts and opinions. Yeah. Um, but if we're not having those conversations, it's like we can't really get to a solution. Right. So, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so Tobias's role on that project mm-hmm. is, is pretty pivotal. His character, so I can't say too much, but I got you. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. You gotta keep some things for the audience yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to, to stay tuned for. You, you'll, you'll see. Nice. Okay, so I kind of I didn't want to take it back, but I do have a question about the upbringing with your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that if things would have been different, mm-hmm. you guys would be as far along as you are? Like if you didn't have that struggle um, growing up, right? And wow. you had that two parent yeah. household, how would right. things have? I think that this um, our upbringing is entirely tied into one who we are and mm-hmm. our artwork. Um, okay. I, I think much of it is because of what we went through, mm-hmm. 
And we have an interesting perspective. We always joke that we were born in 89, but we probably grew up in the 40s. Because, like, my my, my year too, y'all. Yes, but my my grandmother was born in 38 and my grandfather Mm -hmm. in 32. Okay. So, if you can imagine, they're raising us. Yeah. So, so the the dynamic was, you know, really interesting growing up. But, like, I would say... Oh, I'm get my hair pressed. And people were like, pressed? And I'm like, so like no one says that. I say that. I, right. Okay. Okay. Pressed. okay. We're, we're, yeah, we're from Texas. Texas. So. Oh, but yeah, like, okay. Because here they were like, like there were certain words that, that my grandma would say and people would be like, <laughs> and then I had to realize that, you know, the time period was different or mm-hmm. I'm picking up words that she would use. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of the things we went through in that dynamic, um, we had lost our grandfather when we were 14 to lung cancer. Um, and unfortunately, we were actually in a room to, you know, when he had passed. So, like, there's so many different pain and trauma. Yeah. But I think our artwork is driven by that mm-hmm. to help someone else go through it. We were really quiet as, mm-hmm. as kids. Yeah. So, it was like we never yeah. shared half our story. Like, a lot of people were like, still like, Right. But but I think now it's like, oh we get it, y'all are being creative and, and artsy mm-hmm. expressing yourself that way. But also growing up, most of my friends, all of us had our grandparents. I didn't know mm-hmm. anyone really um that I was close with that had a two parent household. So that was very, I didn't even realize that was normal. Yeah, that was, yeah. wasn't yeah. normal, you know. And so, like, you know, you get older and kids start right. asking questions. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, so. Now the art, I think, tell I realized in college, telling my story helps somebody else. Yeah, so absolutely. So now, like, your test is somebody else's test. Your testimony, someone. Your test becomes your testimony. Right. Absolutely. Else. absolutely. Yeah. I agree. That's yeah. Really so it's, it's, it's it's embedded in our in our work. Um, I did want to ask you real quick, Eli. You did mention Mill Creek earlier. Um, can you yes. elaborate a little bit about um, what Mill Creek is yes, and everything? Yes. Mill Creek Community Partnership MCCP. Yeah. Um, I'm per- I'm currently the new president of MCCP yeah. and, and new vice president. Um, but it was kind of Cass, <laughs> Cass Green, Cassandra Green. Um, and we've been a part of the organization for probably over 15 years now in terms of our attachment to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started Actually, off... We talk about Full Circle. Uh, the, the story that Eli's actually sharing, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, we were... 14 years old mm-hmm. in the art program mm-hmm. after my grandfather died. Yes. Um, my grandma didn't know what to do. She, she took us to a program. Yeah. And here we are, I don't know, like 17, 18 years later. I don't know how many years later, but now we're president and vice wow. president of the organization. That's that, right. Wow. Yeah, right, right, right. Because that mentorship, it can, it's, and I think that's where we, not to be sidetracked, but that's where we fell is that we put these programs in place and then we just let the kids go. But um, Cassandra Green stayed with us. You know, mm-hmm. we were 14 and thir- we'll be 33 next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to still have her relationship, that relationship mm-hmm. is important. So anyway, um, NCCP, we uh, focus on a lot of community service. Um, we provide a lot of art classes. Our first love was visual arts before, right? Mm-hmm. Poetry and, and writing. Mm-hmm. We would paint and, and enter art competitions and whatnot. So that was like the visual arts that we started in. Um, and so we provide that, you know, we try to provide free art classes, but we also have things for adults mm-hmm. um, yeah. because adults can still tap into that creative space. Right, for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> resources. Right. Yeah, resources for the community, like health resources and, and things like that. Um, okay. Just trying to give the community access to information that they need. So, um, yeah, we had the um, our second annual MCCP Hip Hop and Jazz Fest, mm-hmm. and we had headliner Philadelphia Freeway. 
Um, this wow. is like two weeks ago. So it's yeah. nice. This is actually our fundraiser. We we're really trying to get a space, a mm-hmm. building um, that we would be able to run the classes out of and allow artists a safe space to mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. and have support in the community. So that's where that's that's the goal. So we're trying to raise funds for that. Mm-hmm. That that event I'll just add was really important to pull off. Um, with we were almost kind of shut down because of the violence. Violence, yeah. yeah. Um, like our whole purpose was to you know take people away from that for a second and bring and unite us. And mm-hmm. the very thing that we were trying to do and show people a nonviolent you know event that that the violence was a thing that almost shut us down. Um, mm-hmm. And people were really kind of like, hey, you guys shouldn't do this. Philadelphia is dangerous. Wow. We went everything shooting, went well, yeah. and there was a shooting. Um, unfortunately across the street of the location oh we had it a week before the event okay. um uh, tiffany fletcher unfortunately had, had lost her life um right before mm-hmm. so and that playground that she lost her life is where our nonprofit profit actually hope art classes out of yeah so oh, some of our God. members knew her and, and attended the funeral so it, wow. it kind of hit home yeah and i mean sure, sure. the purpose we're doing this and then that happens, and then yeah. for me, it just it just made the the, the mission just much bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, her her life is not in vain. Was not in vain. Right. Um, I think what's going to be birthed out of such a tragedy is what we plan on doing mm-hmm. next. And so I'm glad we weren't shut down because a lot of people didn't come, but we had a, a big crowd. Yeah, we had, yeah. you know, we had a nice crowd. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you know it would have been bigger if it wasn't for that because people, you know, it just tears people away. But yeah, right. I think and the talent was amazing. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Like we yeah. had jazz, hip wow, Nigel, Nigel, building. We had seventy over seventy talent touch the stage, wow. and people were like, you yeah, know, bands had multiple people, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there were like seventy acts, but but yeah, seventy band people. members, yeah. um, trumpet, saxophone, like anything wow. you think of. It was an amazing outcome, um, and we know for sure that we're going to do it again. Right. But um, just. Everything we went through just to pull for the team of Mill Creek um, and and everyone who touched the the project and pulling this off, we pulled it off. But mm-hmm. yeah, we, we we're definitely going to do it again, and mm-hmm. it's something the community needs to see. And I'm right. glad the youth. It was young and old, so I'm glad the youth were able to see something positive, and right. of high quality. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like little talent show we do together. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, how you go to those events in the city. Yeah, right. Like what is this? This was. We wanted it to be something. Yeah, yeah. really special. Coming back right. And and to know because you want the community to feel worthy. You yeah, know, absolutely. Not just together. So right. It took sure. some months to pull off, but uh, we pulled it off. Oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And you did mention Nia Jolie. So how was that uh, working with her, having her at that event? Yes. So just a long story short, uh-huh. <laughs> we met Naya when she was almost seven. seven. Oh, okay. oh, wow. And the okay. Book of Nimrod, uh, she web series. She was and led by Carla Morales. Uh, rest in peace. Um, she had passed away, but um, but Carla, I would say she's like a our film our mom. Film mom. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> yeah. was like one of the first to do it in the city, where you know she was like hammering out episodes, and Naya was the star of this of this project she was awesome and said we always joking her around when we saw her earlier and i was like yeah you know she was really professional i think she's more professional than everybody else <laughs> <laughs> she was so yeah. focused um, she never joked it was like i'm just focused on being she's always in character, in character. Wow. Yeah. So, so to see her now She's rapping. And, she's and we didn't know singing. she did music then. But so yeah, I had like, oh, you know. So yes, wow. she's rapping and singing, and she's on. So she was on. I got the mic. Um, the show <laughs> oh. that we had, and the consensus there, or the team's like she's going somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I believe it. 
Every time I see her online, I'm just like, she's going somewhere. But she's so, she's multi-talented and she's focused and she's been doing this so long that I think she's a veteran now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, to have her, um, a verbosity came out. I think the woman in hip hop Mm -hmm. at this event just spoke volumes and Mm -hmm. the content was heavy. You know, we were talking about the things that we saw, see in everyday life and mm-hmm. violence and coming together. And it was just a beautiful moment to, you know, have all those ladies in, in addition to the other talent, but to have right. to see women in hip hop also take this I was going to ask one more question before I give the floor to Pam. Mm-hmm. So I love how you guys are motivation for the community. Um, what is some of um, the feedback you guys are getting from the black men or the men, the men in the community? Yeah. How is yeah, that? Yeah. Like, are they receptive to oh, what you yeah. guys are doing yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. it's funny. Um, I guess because I don't know, whatever it is, when we go places, people aren't expecting when we rap for that to come out. And yeah. so it's, it's funny getting the guys' reaction, um, you know, when we do spit, you know, we start rapping and whatnot. <laughs> but what's nice about it is their support. That's good. You know, yeah. and then um, I think when we try to create these programs, we need the men involved in yes. these programs yeah. because that's who the, the young men you know, are going to be able to look up to. And so they've been very supportive, you know, shout out to Derek Dane. Um, yes. You know, you just have to have your village behind you. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically Yeah, yeah the, the, we're always impressed by uh, men's reaction. I think when she was talking about Broken Tables, the biggest reaction came from, from men. To um, so see men crying yeah. in the audience wow. is not something you oh. see often. Right. That's huge. And it was yeah. multiple, and it and, it wasn't we, we didn't we wrote it we weren't expecting that yeah um i don't think anybody we were was just expecting touching on family dynamic yeah. and the relationships between mother and daughter mm-hmm. daughter and son sister and brother like but so the many father and sons hit the, the hardest it was like i'm bad it hit the hardest yeah. yeah so getting the feedback from that just let us know that we're doing something right, right. And we're gonna bring broken tables back the hand didn't got in the way but we'll, we'll find a way to bring that if they are coming yes. back, broken tables is going to make its resurgence. Speaking of it, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any plans in the future as far as like doing tours in different states and you know just making this a worldwide phenomenon? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I think it's so many different areas for us to to go into other areas and to travel from. Um, stage check play we definitely want to travel with broken tables mm-hmm. um, we want to film in so many different areas because Philadelphia is a beautiful place yeah. uh, but you also have farms and all the things that we don't typically see in right. in our city yeah. um, it's just to get people to to expand you know their their minds when it comes to filmmaking not just you know the, the backyard right um, in terms of music sound mind we started kind of traveling uh, we were in la we were in dc showing our films and then having conversation pieces about discussions about the top the topics and content in there so yeah you know we should be you know hopefully to next yeah. year we're just we kind of started you know to like she said we went to um dc la um actually at the richard lawson um moderated our screening in la at the wake up theater center which is a blessing um oh. To be able to, it's, it's you know, it's nice to take your work outside of the city and yes, see what you sure. think about it. Yes, um, sure. but more so, we were having we we would screen some of the films because mm-hmm. obviously twelve is kind of long. Um, but we would screen some of them and we'll talk to the audience about the topics. Nice. Um, so one of the things that we're trying to get away from is just showing the film and walking away. But mm-hmm. now we're showing the films and actually talking to the audience to kind of get that feedback. So it's going to create more content for us mm-hmm. later because you start to hear what, what the audience is, is thinking and saying and what we need more of. So, right. You know, we take all that information in and then we create something. something right. new. Right. That way it never stops. Right. It's like constant <laughs> creativity. Right. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, what is next for Eli and uh, Eli Lu? What's next for y'all? Yes
Um, and then we're still working on some film projects. Okay. And then we were in the process of writing some new scripts. Oh, okay. That's like we were like, we're going to do nothing in December, but write. Oh, I don't know if that's going to go as planned. <laughs> yeah. That's the right. plan for you. Right. Okay. When is y'all's birthday? November 8th. November 8th. Okay. <laughs> I'm December 7th, senior 89. So I was like, we don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 33 coming. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, it was a pleasure, ladies. Uh, y'all are lovely and breath of fresh air. Yes. We really love what y'all are doing. And I mean, I got to say, this is really what Dynasty Queens is all about. Absolutely. You know, they are bringing it, representing the women in a positive light. Um, yes. So empowering. I mean, it touches. <laughs> y'all's story touches me. I know it touches. Thank you. Yeah. Even it's going to touch sure. the viewers. So we appreciate you ladies for coming. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you, you so much. Absolutely. Thank and I do want to ask you, or can um, everyone find you at? Where, what, yes. what are your... Um, Which of this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let me make sure I get this right. Okay, so you guys can find us on Instagram at Eli Lou Twins. We're Eli Lou Entertainment on Twitter. Eli Lou Entertainment on Facebook. Eli Lou Twins on Facebook. Um, we have Spotify. We have Apple. Eli Lou Sale Mine. So if you just search Eli Lou... I think we're the only ones out there who might you see somebody that don't look like us or not. You guys are entertainment, you'll you'll find us. Nice. Everything she said. I love it. Y'all represent your city very well. Thank, yes. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your time. And thank you all for this platform. Absolutely. Uh, that's what you're here to do. Continue here to inspiring. Right. You've yeah. inspired me. Yes. Like I told same, you earlier, same. you know, y'all y'all have a lot to say and it's it's beautiful to see people in the community that really do care about right. everything. Thank you. So yes. Thanks for tuning in. And of course, let's thank again the Eli Lou twins for being on the show, ladies. Thank you so much. And just signing off, another wonderful episode of Dynasty Queens. Yours truly, Nia J. And Pamela Nicole. Until next time, see ya. See ya.